cool. Uh, so first, I want to know how to pronounce your name. That's like, I've, I read your name and it's like, is it, how do you pronounce your name? I was like, I don't butcher this. In this episode of Madhouse, we speak to Mayuyu Kakawunda, a music journalist and writer, about his process, his early days, and love for music, and all the cool things he's been up to. It's Mayuyuka. Mayuyuka Kakawunda. You know, like Mayuyuka. Yeah, it's not that hard because I was like, is it Mayuyuka? Or is there another one to pronounce this? Let's not butcher this. Um, yeah, most people actually just leave out the other you, you. <laughs> they just say my yuka, but whichever way works is cool. <laughs> ah, okay, cool. Uh, so, Michael, just like, let's get into it. Uh, so just tell us about yourself. Like, awesome. Just like for the listeners, just like um, an introduction, who you are, what you do. Yeah. And like, yeah. So okay, cool. Some context, yeah. Uh, I'm a 30-year-old uh, music journalist and mm-hmm. playlister and music curator. Mm-hmm. I'm from Malawi. Mm-hmm. I'm currently based in South Africa, and I'm yeah, I'm just basically a music nerd, and I'm very privileged to work in that space as well. Okay, okay. So how did it begin for you? I'm very fascinated because like I want to know how all this like music nerdness started. Um, how did this journey? for writing about music start for you? Like, where did this story begin? Like, Oh, uh, yeah. it actually started when I was probably uh, a preteen. Um, okay. um, my dad was listening to a, a, a song. I forget what the guy's name is now, ah, okay. um, but <laughs> it was, it was the original, the original changes sample. Yeah. that Tupac sampled yeah um so I was listening to that song and I I was like I asked my dad why this guy stole Tupac's song yeah and uh, my dad was like oh, this is actually the original ah. that got me really interested yeah it, it got me really interested in where songs come from um yeah. you know it, it it sparked the idea that nothing's original and I started, uh, get, I guess, digging deeper into my dad's collection. He had okay. records, he had CDs. Okay. And yeah, from the rock samples to jazz samples, um, uh-huh. I got a, an interest in music generally. And yeah, from then on, I I started listening to, it almost went in reverse. Instead of me um, becoming a hip hop fan, uh, yeah. I was more a fan of samples. Uh-huh. And then I came back to hip hop. <laughs> Um, probably around 12 or 13 and yeah. you know like most people uh, yeah. I mimicked all the rappers I was listening to at the time uh, from DMX oh, okay. um, lots of swearing from Eminem like my, my brother was playing all this stuff so okay. um, I was saying a lot of bad words and <laughs> it sounded like a cool thing at the time yeah. Um, and yeah from then on I, I became a hip-hop fan and I was not that great a rapper, but okay. I, I like to express myself by writing the stuff down. And yeah. um, I guess the the writing bug sort of ca- caught me then. Yeah. And I just, yeah, I never stopped writing. And eventually yeah. I, th- I was writing throughout, I guess, junior high and then okay. high school. Okay. And 
uh, when I finally got to university, I, I just sort of got bored with the fact that I had to rhyme all the time. <laughs> like um, <laughs> I found it <laughs> super limiting. Um, it's a skill, but it wasn't, yeah. it wasn't, it wasn't something I, that appealed to me anymore. Yeah, and yeah. so I studied like literature and um, media and writing okay. and obviously you're writing bigger, longer stuff like yeah. essays and yeah. stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And I basically transferred my, my academic writing to writing about hip hop. I started a little blog, okay. um, which was called Sample Example. And it basically tied back my first love with samples um, from exactly from, from thinking this old white guy is stealing Tupac songs um, now I is the blog still on is the blog still around oh uh, yeah yeah it is I, yeah. I update it like probably once or twice a year though because okay. I um, realized that if I find a sample and I write about it I might be snitching on a producer <laughs> like <laughs> some, some 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 producers don't want you to know that they're sampling or they haven't cleared it or anything uh, so i'm very okay. careful about it uh so, um, so, but, so mm, okay makes sense yeah, yeah. oh yeah um, so um yeah. oh sorry you continue sorry because there's a question in my head i'm very excited to ask i wanted to ask if your parents were in the music space or when music like like work in the music like industry and like what or the religious fans of music um especially that yeah no <laughs> no um my dad's an academic um, oh, okay he's like a professor okay and um my mom was a lot of things um mm-hmm. the closest thing she was to um a creative was that i know she got she was a published poet okay um, nice. So that's probably where I got the writing thing. I know my dad tried to play guitar. I'm not sure how successful that went. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. But yeah, they're, they're very, um, they're, they're probably quintessential professionals. Um, ah, okay. No, no relation to the music biz. Okay, okay. They just loved music and then went and did their professional work on the side, I guess, on, on yeah. the, as the main thing. Oh, okay. That's cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, uh, so what did you do in university? Uh, what did you, what was the course you did? What's um, the writing? I don't know, it ended to do with writing, but like, what did you do? Uh, yeah, so I did, uh, I actually did a triple major by mistake. Um, oh, wow. <laughs> I, just, I, I, I had signed up to do literature and I, I also wanted to study film. Okay. So it was literature and film. And then I just sort of had free time and I did media um, on the side. So okay. it was media, <laughs> film and literature. Okay. Um, okay. And media, that's like newspaper stuff and like writing for like things like that, right? Is is that what you're studying? Yeah, yeah. It's, okay. it's like yeah, it's like journalism and um, oh, you know okay. ethics and you know oh, teaching okay. you how not to lie and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> and be very objective about the the thing you're writing about, I guess. Um, exactly. Yeah. Uh, okay. So I'm very. So how did this? So after uni, what? what happens like what where do you end up uh do you get straight into like music writing or is there some other stuff you like first first have to navigate through before you get to this space where you're actually writing for like music and um yeah so during uni i started i'd i'd, I'd obviously um started the blog and yeah. um, mm-hmm. i was writing during uni yeah. and 
I came across this um, like request from the African hip hop blog okay. asking for writers and mm-hmm. you had to submit like previous writing. So I submitted my blog. Yeah. Um, they got back to me and my boss at the time, uh, Phil Chard, mm-hmm. he got back to me and yeah, he said, um, do you want to write for us? And um, I did. And I started writing articles and you know contributing to like listening to submissions and stuff oh, like that and this is when we're and, still in university right yeah i'm still in university at oh, this yeah. time i think i'm about to finish okay. and yeah so that lasted probably two two years or so um, yeah. it was great training actually <laughs> that's nice uh shout out to african hip-hop it, it still exists doesn't it is it is it now essay hip-hop i don't know did it evolve something or yeah so <laughs> there's a weird story with the african hip-hop blog. Yeah. like the the servers got deleted and stuff um, ah, well, it was it was weird but it, it it's coming back i think they've, they've got the archives back up ah nice oh, okay. Um, yeah okay that's cool so after african hip-hop how tell us cool stories of like how you're navigating like writing and how you i'm very interested in how you are uh getting yourself into like this very interesting position because the stuff you've written for and people you're writing for is very interesting and i'm very fascinated in understanding how you are sort of networking navigating and getting this information and creating these opportunities for yourself to write about these amazing musicians and their work yeah okay um yeah yeah, so while i'm writing for the hip-hop uh for the african hip-hop blog there's a whatsapp group yeah. And it has Phil Chard, it has uh, great writers like Sabella Mkabela, who's okay. the editor for OK Africa now. Oh, oh nice. Um, Tiriso Monaheng, who's a very accomplished writer and photographer. Yeah. And a bunch of other people. Uh, yeah. It was pretty much, a, um, it was the writers and the tech guys um, you know, the guys who were handling the back end of the site and stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but so through the WhatsApp group, it sort of led me to see what these other guys were up to and yeah. what they were writing and what kind of path they took to get to where they were because they yeah. were like a step ahead of me because yeah. um, I'd just gotten out of school and yeah. I wasn't really sure what I'd do for a living. I just yeah. knew it wouldn't be a nine to five. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but anyway, something that kept on popping up um, yeah. when I do like background checks into yeah. these like guys I kind of look up looked up to yeah. was um, a a company called Liberty Africa. Okay. And Liberty Africa was this um, sort of like a hub for cr- yeah. for content creators, okay. and you'd get to do an internship and contribute to the digital magazine, which was called Live Magazine. Okay. And so I applied for that internship um, and I got it and I met um, Sabella Mkavela there. Um, and um, great, uh, great editors um, who, again, gave me great training. So once I'd gotten in there, I felt like, okay, um, if the African hip hop blog, blog was a springboard, this would be like my official training. Yeah. And so from then on, I, you know, I was writing about hip hop mostly. Okay. Um, yeah, I'm not just like articles, yeah, uh, hip hop articles. 
yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was I was totally totally clear about um, wanting to write about um, hip hop at the time, yeah. and so yeah, I contributed to Live Magazine, and that was that was like probably the best thing that could have ever happened um because okay. some of the people that i was in the internship with who've gone on to do great things as well okay. um challenged me to be a, a better writer a better journalist and that is actually where the the opportunity to actually get into the work world happened um, oh, okay. um like a recruiter hit me up just okay. as we we're about to finish the internship and yeah. Um, offered me to uh, come interview for GQ magazine. Nice. And that is GQ South Africa, right? Yeah, GQ South Africa. And okay. yeah, the interview went well, and I got that job. And okay. that was my first official job. Okay. Um, nice. And yeah, so it, it really, it, the, 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 the catalyst for, I guess, me getting a career in the first place was Live Magazine and Liberty Africa. And then like GQ and then the, 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 you continued. Uh, so how long were you at GQ and like when did you decide to go freelance? Uh, or when did this... Uh, a freelance or like be more like a, a writer, writer? And just... Uh, because it seems like when I read some of your articles, it seems like you are not... Uh, it's like you were writing, it's like you were given a task to write for some specific thing and then you moved on to another platform or another blog or another space and wrote for them so now yeah. that you mentioned gq i'm saying like so where how long were gq and was it a permanent thing or was it the same sort of dynamic where you're writing a few articles and then you move on to the next uh, task or job or client yeah yeah so gq was permanent um, okay. it was a nine to five um, yeah. again really really interesting experience didn't last oh. too long though <laughs> i got to three months oh, okay. <laughs> Uh, and that was it and um, that was my last nine to five actually my first nine to five was my last nine to five um, but yeah I, I I wasn't freelancing while I was at GQ because um, you know I was focusing on the job Jump, yeah, but um, an and opportunity came to write for Red Bull okay. and um, Red Bull used to have this um, social entrepreneur um, like uh, focused site it was called Red Bull Amapico okay. um, Amapico means wings so oh, it was yeah. like are they giving entrepreneurs wings yeah. and <laughs> I got a I got a chance to freelance for them okay. and nice. the money was like super impressive at the time for me yeah. um, because yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know I, I, I was I was not paid to write for the African hip-hop blog um, okay. Yeah. You know, I hadn't, I hadn't, I hadn't started out earning money from writing. It was, I was doing it for, for the experience and doing yeah. it for the yeah. love of it. Yeah. So, when Red Bull um, offered me the chance to highlight um, African entrepreneurs doing cool things and yeah. pay me for it, I obviously jumped at <laughs> yeah. that chance. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> and, and then. Um, I had a very close friend who was editing at the time yeah. and she um, she knew I liked music and she got me in touch with the Red Bull music editor. Oh, nice. And since I'd already been writing for Red Bull, yeah. it, was, it was a really easy sell, I guess. Um, yeah, mm, I, I'm and sure. So, yeah, I, 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 I mean, not easy, 
Yeah, yeah but I mean, it's uh, much more. Well, it's not easy, <laughs> but like it's obvious. Like it's easier to sell it, like because you kind of know how they work. So it's much yeah, easier yeah. to get the work done. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, okay. uh, yeah. Like keep it in the family. Yeah, <laughs> sort of thing. Yeah. 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 So yeah. So um, I got the chance to write for Red Bull Music um, um, through through that connection, and okay. I haven't looked back since. Oh, um, nice. Which year is this what happened writing for Red Bull? After. By the way, I just wanted to know. I think I st- I start writing for Red Bull in 2018. Oh, okay. Okay. Cool. Okay. Yeah. And yeah. and then similarly, I think the same year I also start writing for OK Africa. Okay. okay. Um, and this is this is basically due to um, me developing a friendship with Sabello, who I'd met at um, the internship, Liberty the, Africa. Uh, uh, exactly. Ah, uh, uh, nice. Okay. And so. We're always talking about hip hop, and he told me, "Him, hey, maybe write write your thoughts down and you know pitch to us." And yeah. I did that, and um, I think the first article I wrote yeah. was a review of Burner Boys Outside. Uh, okay. Um, and yeah, um, I, I was surprised that no one had written it because I was like, "This, this is this sounds like <laughs> a breakthrough album." Yeah. And so I pitched that and they accepted it and okay. um and they paid me and I was like, Yeah, okay. I'm, I'm gonna keep doing this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll keep pitching you guys. <laughs> some some cool ideas um, to stir music to write about. That's pretty nice. Yeah, so yeah. you'd mentioned you'd mentioned you worked for a company who we can't mention allegedly. I was very fascinated how you got that opportunity to work for these guys. Uh I guess we shall put this in the show notes or never. Or just keep it in the air. <laughs> um, uh, well, <laughs> it's not it's not totally secretive. It's it's just one of the um, leading uh, digital service providers. Yeah, yeah. Um, and yeah, I started working for them um, purely by luck. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. I had I had sent a cold email to the head of music africa operations and and yeah um i said this is what i do this is what i can offer yeah um super keen to join the team um and you know i i believed in what they were doing and i'd watched um yeah Go ahead. Yeah, no, I'm saying like what they're doing as a platform in Africa, they're really trying to do some very interesting things with their platform. I guess it's very exciting, especially for African music. I think it's really like like when you see what they're doing and the work they're trying to put together in trying to like prop up and celebrate like what African musicians are doing today. I think it's pretty cool. I mean, yeah. I'm sorry, sorry to the listeners, we can't mention <laughs> the name of the brand. The company. <laughs> But I guess yeah, you shall you shall follow go to like Mayuka's like LinkedIn or something. You will get the gist <laughs> or something of who we're trying yeah. to talk about. Yeah, mm. yeah, uh, um, yeah. I I think that's that that's that's what appealed to me. Um, mm-hmm. the not just um on the music side. There's also a very uh, strong editorial focus where um we we're trying to create a, nar- a narrative around um the music as well. Yeah. and also let artists speak for themselves um, yeah, yeah. when we can. And I think that's that's super important. 
Okay, okay, that's nice. I'm, 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 I'm very excited. You said some things that are very interesting. I, that I was paying attention to, and I was like, oh wait, this is very interesting. That it seems like for the first two years we're ideally working for free, <laughs> and just like harnessing yeah. a network and 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 skill, and which is something I want to understand. Uh, because so many creatives, when they kind of leave, or very creative people, or people want to do like some of the stuff, just creation stuff, whatever it is, may not be right, it may not be anything else. Everyone is really hungry to like get paid, or mm-hmm. sort of like, I don't know why, but I wanted to understand what's your state of mind and how did you get to that state of mind where you said, you know what, it's okay for the first two years, I will just do this as long as I get my foot in the door and get to writing and working on Mike's craft and 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 like get to do the yeah. stuff that you're doing now um yeah well i guess uh, to answer that um i must um admit that I, it, it's a privileged decision to make yeah. um um like um whether whether we notice it or pay attention to it there's, there's usually a support system around us yeah that enables us to make decisions yeah uh, but um I could I could write for free during varsity because I was I was um I was tutoring okay um so I, I got a, a bit of money on the side yeah, yeah um from from working for the university yeah um okay. and like it was very generous actually now yeah. that I think of it um shout out to University of Cape Town okay. uh, the rates weren't weren't bad at all okay. um uh, so I I could. I could support my, you know, my blind belief that this is something that I'm good at and that mm-hmm. will pay off in mm-hmm. the future because I, I, I could think of work as something else. Um, I think it's a lot harder to follow your passion when it is work and a passion. Uh, <laughs> I don't know okay. if that makes sense. Uh, okay. It becomes um, very, okay. I understand. Yeah. 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 Like of... if you need, Sorry, continue. Sorry, I just think. Yeah, no, I just mean if you need to write this article this week and it doesn't come from a place of I just want to do it, 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 it you know, it, it's a different color to how you feel when you're yeah. approaching it. Mm-hmm. So I could like do other work, and then when I was writing, it didn't feel like, you know, oh man, I have to write about Burner Boy and oh. I have to think about with kids album. I actually was thinking about it, and yeah. um, you know, like like most things, um, on your way to work or during yeah. your work break, yeah. you need a break from work. Yeah. And I would use music as that, and um, I also just had this blind belief. I think I still have it that yeah. um, that if I set my mind to something. Um, I don't think failure is my worst fear. Um, and I think that's a good quality that I yeah, have. I, that's nice. Yeah. I, I see, I see, yeah, I see it as like just part of, it's a process, you know, yeah. like um, you don't succeed at everything. Sure. And I think you have to have a healthy attitude to failure um, because you just tend to do more stuff, uh, whether it makes sense or not at the time. Yeah. You can also stick with things a bit longer because you don't have the end in mind. Yeah. So that's why I could do that for two years. I I, I sort of, I wasn't counting the days. I, I was just biding my time yeah. and I, I wasn't putting myself under too much pressure. Mm. And 
when I did feel pressure, it was it was a sign for me to work harder and get better and um, you know practice a bit more and um, you know I diversify. Wow, yeah, it's amazing. I mean, the fact they say that when you felt the pressure, you just said, "Let me just work harder." And like sometimes when people feel the pressure, it's like either this is not for me or I'm not, you know what I mean? Like people get into the other mode where they're just more like, maybe it's not for me or I'm not, you know, built for this. And it's like a whole other conversation. And I'm very, very interested that you say yeah. that when the pressure came, you're just like, yeah, I think I better learn how to write faster, better, <laughs> clearer. <laughs> yeah. Which is. Yeah. I, yeah. I mean, I think, um, I think everyone does it um, sort of subconsciously. And I think that's what you're talking about, like that self-evaluation, like saying I'm not built for this. Or, I mean, I've always had this theory that the world usually doesn't say kind things to you. So (laughs) you might as well be the one doing it. Um, I'll never- What's that making t-shirts from your quotes? say bad stuff about myself so yeah. you know um I, I i my answer to a feeling like what i did when i thought okay i need to get better was that i diversified like yeah. you know put on some kanye west I, I always used to play that kanye west um that champion song like uh, that song yeah. <laughs> can get you through anything <laughs> like um <laughs> Uh, but yeah, my, my answer to, to feeling the pressure and wanting to get better was to think about more stuff than just hip hop. Yeah. And that's when I guess I, I, I really centered my focus on uh, like just trying to unearth and cover African artists uh, regardless of what genre they were doing. Oh, and nice that I guess that decision has led me, that little decision has led me on a really interesting path since. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, when you sent me the bio, I was very fascinated what you're doing for like African music. Um, I've also wanted like pick your brain on like, uh, you said other genres, which I was about to ask, because I was like, um, are you planning to write outside hip hop music um, as you continue to do your thing, writing for music and writing about music? um do you do you intend to keep writing or are you just really going to specialize and on um, for, around hip-hop or are you planning to do other genres within the space yeah uh, i am planning on doing other genres um okay. i think i think the beauty of music is that it, it, there's always something new there's um there's phases and there's like um you know, there's moments, so from the Aute scene in Nigeria to the yeah. Ama Piano that's coming out yeah. of South Africa, yeah, um, that all needs to be documented um, while it's happening and while yeah. it's fresh in our minds. Yeah. So I definitely, um, even if I didn't want to, I think we need to. Um, <laughs> Um, oh, do- wow. document yeah. our stories and, yeah that's you know, very true yeah yeah because it's the same thing we're trying to do here at asylum where i've started realizing like you know how you like watch a lot of like youtube and realize like the mm. rest of the world is documenting the process of how they make films music um mm. and they're doing it a lot even like there may not be a lot going on but they're just doing it so much that we mm. kind of have been like sort of ideally brainwashed into thinking like 
or saying like, oh, that's how it's done. Or, and then I'm like, hey, how about us? Can we also tell the story of how we make mm. stuff? Um, and, yeah. and, and seeing what you're doing with like writing. And I was, that's why I reached out to you and I was like, hey, I'm very interested in like seeing and talking to Mayuka because like, I was like, oh, wow, like the stuff we're trying to do here at Asylum and the same stuff you're trying to do is almost the same, like, like almost like same, um, like not star or why of like i feel like the more we kind of tell the story of and it's us it's like our plot our agenda not let's tell let's do a behind the scenes of this song because you know what i mean but just because we want to tell other yeah. people our how we do it i think is, yeah. is i think the more people do this or the more writers filmmakers whatever kind of get into the process of sharing these stories i think it would be very exciting i guess maybe in the next 10 years of like what happens in terms of our yeah for voice, sure voicing in terms of yeah. yeah yeah i was listening to the the episode you did with the sound guy um oh yes edson yes yeah yeah and um obviously like i studied film and uh, being involved in like behind the scenes and stuff and yeah those guys don't get enough love you know so yeah. I was really, really happy <laughs> that finally <laughs> yeah. someone's recognizing, you know, it's not just the actors, like, I think they should put the sound guys on the posters too. <laughs> <laughs> true. true, true. Yeah, I mean, it's something yeah. like very funny, but like with Edson, we're trying to do like a, fun, a couple of YouTube videos around the process of what it means yeah. to be a sound guy. And I think not yet, maybe they'll be ready by August, but we're trying to do some more content oh, around awesome. like... Like just like you know those guys that we never really pay attention of guys go to weddings or events and they don't yeah they, they don't pay attention that hey all this energy and excitement you're getting is because the guy behind some board somewhere <laughs> in the, the dark yeah. corner is making things happen um, exactly and he has been here since three last night setting up wires and, <laughs> and, and, yeah and, yeah and like. Uh, the dirty work just, yeah i and, and <laughs> i think the more we tell the stories i think the more also people appreciate what it takes to do this stuff mm. because it i mean yeah I but also like, how, how does it make you feel like when you do when you are telling that story i mean i'm i'm just very excited for me especially for me it's like enlightenment for me especially like i'm super excited because i'm like oh wow that's how you get to do that <laughs> oh wow that's how yeah that is done and I'm and there's a much deeper appreciation for it. And like I'm like, okay, cool. I, I now understand it. And like now I can also be a an ambassador for, you know, like when you're talking about writing and like, you know, people are like that, ah, you're just writing. And I'm like, listen to story, and yeah. I'm like, oh wait, writing doesn't just like happen, guys. Like it's a process, it's a thing that yeah. takes time to do. And so talking to like creators and like you and other creators, just like for me, it's just like that sort of excitement of like oh wow we need to like do this i mean like even this yeah. year i've been crazy and i'm like guys i want to do like 200 episodes you guys are like what you're going to do 200 episodes i'm like yeah, we need to like go hard on push like, on like yeah. really telling you know, the stories and getting people you know you know what gets to me um like speaking of packaging stories and stuff um yeah i think um there's this writer called um um, I don't want to butcher his name, <laughs> but it's um, he's a Nigerian writer, Motolani Alake. Okay. Motolani Alake, I think. Yeah. yeah. I, um, let me just. I'm gonna Google it because I I, I really don't want to mess his name up. Yeah. <laughs> but 
I read an article of his and he calls he calls um this thing that happens to African musicians mango parking. So <laughs> basically it's this thing yeah. where an overseas um like publication yeah. would write a story about someone and totally misrepresent the artist. So let's say uh-huh. the person the, the artist is a singer yeah. and they put them under best rappers to look out for from Africa. Yeah. But it's 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 just wrong and it stays on the internet forever. Yeah. And the next time I Google that artist, I'm gonna see that article and in my head they are a rapper from Africa and it's totally yeah. just like it's erased their whole existence because of like yeah. a disinterested publication from overseas didn't take enough time to research and package this person's story well. Yeah. So that's that's a huge motivation for me. Like narrative is super important and yeah. we see it in, in in so many areas of our lives. And yeah. I guess most people would think about politics when they think about it, when they think about um, you know, rewriting history and stuff like that but um, a huge a huge part of African people's history is our singing our dancing you know the the things we call culture and it 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 deserves just as much care as any other area of our life so um, no no to mango parking (laughs) (laughs) parking. yeah that's a new one that's not new mango parking wow that's very (laughs) Yeah. Uh, so uh, as we end the podcast, I usually ask the guest, um, like one life lesson that you think um, people can take away from this whole conversation we've just had, like just a life lesson that you've been, you've learned as a writer and as a creative person um, that you think they can apply whether in their art, whatever they're making or in life that you have learned and you think um, people should go away with at least in case we're bored them for the past one hour. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's already been an hour. Oh, I'm yeah. not bored. So yeah, <laughs> at, least, <laughs> no, yeah. at least we That's enjoyed good. it. Yeah, true. <laughs> um, well, I've got two. Like my personal um, motto is a lyric by a rapper. And she is an actual rapper. She's not a. I, I'm not. I'm, I'm not gonna erase her identity. Um, yeah, um, yeah. Akua Naru is the rapper, and okay. she's got this line: "Self love is the very first romance." Oh, um, nice. very important. And I guess a life lesson is, you know, everything is a story, and um, every day is a new page, and. Yeah really important to I guess appreciate the lessons from your previous pages but also mm-hmm. try and write the next pages with as much um, enthusiasm and care as you can and yeah, I guess. That, would, that would be my advice from life as a story and let's let's try have a if, if the ending isn't happy just at least make make sure that it's peaceful and you're mm-hmm. content. <laughs> that's nice that's really nice yeah. um so anything in the future that we should be expecting like exciting things uh yeah um i i i also think i should get into the podcast space uh, yeah, sure, man. Like, <laughs> um, be exciting 
Yeah, um, I, I really want to. I, I I wanna interview songwriters. Um, nice. As much as I've focused on musicians and artists yeah. throughout my career so far, yeah. I think a huge um, we we do uh, songwriters a huge disservice. Yeah, they like sound guys. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> yeah, and they also stay up till 3 a.m. in dark yeah. corners. So, yeah, writing uh, songs. I think, um, exactly. Yeah. Um, I think highlighting that 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 um that um that area of artistry is is going to be my next thing. I'm probably going to awesome. start in a few months. Nice. Um, sure. Let me yeah. know so that we can see how to support each other. Just like shout out or for sure. I don't know. Yeah, some cool stuff we could do together i guess in for future. Sure. yeah yeah uh, for sure cool uh thank you so much for your time thank you man uh yeah. thanks for having me and this this is actually the first time i've been interviewed so oh wow okay that's awesome. cool that's nice yeah yeah <laughs> and yeah really enjoyable i really appreciate the effort you've taken as well ah thank you <laughs>